This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Imagine a soldier the size of an insect. The ultimate secret weapon. If you give God-like powers to everyone, it's going to be chaos. So how do we stop him? I know a guy. Scott, I've been watching you for a while. You're different. And I believe everyone deserves a shot at redemption. Do you? Absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Makes sense. Are you ready to become a hero? Now, the suit has power. You have to learn how to control it. And these are your greatest allies. You're kind of cute. Whoa. When you're small, you have superhuman strength. You like a bullet. So you need to know how to punch. You want to show me how to punch? Show me how to punch. That's how you punch. You tried to hide your suit from me. Now, it's going to blow up in your face and destroy everyone you care about. Scott, get out of there! Did you think you could stop the future? You're just a thief! No. I'm Ant-Man. I know. Wasn't my idea. Nicole Byer. I'm Lauren Lapkus. 
And this is Newcomers. We are covering the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the ninth wow. episode of the fifth season. Boy, oh boy. Um, we're working our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the help of fellow newcomers, super fans, and sometimes people who've like contributed and shit. And this is going to be a 20 episode season. There are 27 movies. We cannot do them all and we will not do them all. <laughs> um, we're not going to get to them. So today we're going to be discussing the Paul Rudd vehicle Ant-Man that came out in 2015, which you can watch on Disney. Disney Plus, or for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV Plus, Google Play, and Voodoo. And of course, we're going to spoil it. So get over that if you care about that. <laughs> Nicole, before we bring our guests out, um, what did you think about Ant Man? Just okay. Roughly? I loved Ant Man. I give it. I, I'm going to skip to my letterbox review and give it five stars. Baby. I'm giving it five and a half stars, baby. I fucking loved Ant Man. I love Thomas the Train. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> That was good. I love when Thomas the Train got big. I love when that ant got big. It was the most like a movie. Yes. It (laughs) felt like a movie. It felt like there was action. It felt like there were stakes. Michael Pena is a goddamn (laughs) star. funny. I love him. I think I saw this in theaters and I I may have fallen asleep because I don't remember none of it. Like not a thing that happened was... uh, uh, you know how you see something you're like, ah, yes, I remember. I remember nothing. So yeah. I think I fell asleep. Yeah. I'm glad I stayed awake this time. I mean, me too. I, I really enjoyed it. I was fall- Last night I was watching it and I was falling asleep because I was so tired. And then I was like, I got to finish this tomorrow because I actually like this. And mm-hmm. I want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, same. Last night, pretty late night. And then this afternoon I was like, ooh, let me get back from the dentist. My mouth kind of hurts. Got to finish Ant-Man. Yeah, I can't believe we liked it. I'm so happy that you liked it too. I was worried that it might just be me. And then I'd be becoming a Marvel head and you would be like normal and it'd be bad. <laughs> no, I think this is like universally appealing. Big things, little yeah. things. Also, I like, you know, was watching the credits and I was like, oh, this is Edgar Wright. He, I, well, he and that wrote was part it with of, Adam McKay. And with Paul Rudd. And, yes. Paul Rudd chimed and in Joe on the old Cornish. script there. Yeah. Look at us naming writers of scripts. Now we care about these things. This is so amazing <laughs> how this podcast has changed us. It's so it great. It truly has. Oh, my God. We should just bring our guests out because I can't wait to hear what they thought of this movie. Um, Today, we have two wonderful guests. We have Caleb Heron and Shelby Wolstein. Caleb and Shelby are writers and comedians who also host another HeadGum show that I have been on called Keeping Records. Welcome, Caleb and Shelby. Oh Hello. My gosh. Hi. Hi. I love that you guys are both like, we love the movie. We did both fall asleep the first time we watched it. <laughs> 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 it Couldn't stay awake, but the thing was, slumber, it really was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a movie that puts you right to sleep, but in that way, it can be so powerful. <laughs> in my defense. Thank you. I was in a movie theater and it was really dark. Yeah. Yeah. And you. in my defense, I um, have a baby. Was tired. And I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never get to watch anything. So, wait, Caleb, Shelby, tell us about your Marvel Cinematic Universe experience. Are you in it? Are you dipping in? Tell me. I'm I, a, on a needs basis type of girl with Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. I'm on the outs. I'm on the outs on all superhero movies. This was a <laughs> this was a big uh, this was a big kind of venture for me to watch this. Wow. For me, okay. It's like if someone tells me like, hey, I'm going to the movies to see this. Will you come? It's like, yeah, sure. But I'm never like 
damn, it's coming out, and I gotta get, I gotta get myself in a car <laughs> to the movie theater. Stop. That, I gotta get myself in a car. That's one of my favorite things about Shelby. You can get her to do anything. Really, <laughs> she will, she will go well, along for fun. That's what I'm surprised by because I'm like. I don't know that I would say yes just because people were going. I feel like I'd be like, oh, oh I don't want to see Oh, if I'm free that. and someone I like is <laughs> like, hey, do you want to go to a movie? I'm like, sure. <laughs> oh, Why not? that's nice. I mean, if Thanks. a man asked me, I'm going. Come on. Thank you. If a man on like Raya was like, hey, first date, want to go see me? Superman or whatever the fuck, <laughs> you'd be like, yeah. I think first. I it was think hot. Yeah, I'd go. Be a first date. I don't think movies should be a first date. Why not? Something you're something you to talk, talk about later after drink, like during drink. Yeah, but you, you have to talk just, at all. No, because okay, sitting at a movie next to someone, you have just silence of like thinking, like, am I behaving normal for so long before you've talked about anything? Oh, see, I yeah. don't have that thought. I'll turn right to their face and go, "Here are my thoughts." I'm not even whispering. How like, do you feel? Like I want I. Uh, if I'm like chew, chewing popcorn, I don't want to chew too loud because that's obviously embarrassing. You can't get popcorn on a loud first date. Food. Well, exactly. But then what am I doing? Date. Going to the movies, not eating popcorn? You eat goobers or something. Goobers. Yuck. <laughs> goobers, <laughs> Mike and Mike's. It's my favorite candy. <laughs> now, what's the hottest, what if you're trying to be like hot on a first date? What's the no, I'm not trying to be candy? hot. I'm trying to get laid. And I'm not trying to like suck I, a dick and scrape his dick with like popcorn kernels. <laughs> but you're going to have you. like Mike and Ike mouth. It's all scraped up already. Twizzlers. <laughs> Red hots make it burn a little. <laughs> scraped up. A scraped up blowjob mouth. <laughs> it's giving cat tongue, unfortunately. <laughs> I think Twizzlers. I can eat a Twizzler pretty sexy. I know I could. See, for me, it's like I'd have to avoid a stomach ache. I feel like I just wouldn't want to eat anything because I'd be like afraid that my stomach would hurt and I'd be shitting after or during the film. Yeah. It's oh. dangerous with movie snacks. That is yeah, Honestly, popcorn plays mm-hmm. that game a little. Popcorn. Popcorn has- really does. There's yeah. Because some, sometimes that butter's too crazy and it's like. Yeah. All right, I'm going to be, or you like don't eat dinner and then you eat like a whole thing of popcorn and you're like, now my stomach is trying to process like what I'm doing. So much corn, more corn than we were meant to eat. (laughs) Yes, I agree. But also you get to show someone how cool you are on a first date when you sneak a whole bottle of wine into the movie and you go, do you want some? (laughs) Yeah, one of my first dates with, with my husband was actually a movie and I brought clementines that I was opening during the movie, which I think that's the most charming thing I've pretty cute. ever heard. <laughs> that is so cute because it's like, wow, she picked something that smells delicious. Do you yeah, remember so what charming. movie it Helps was? the whole theater. No, Everyone's I'd have happy. to ask him what movie it was. I, I couldn't get away out. with that. Lauren, Lauren, you, you have a very particular energy to get away with that. If I opened a clementine on a date, I, they would not be finishing the date. <laughs> I know that I would get left. There would be a bathroom break that, that they never, never came back from. What would that mean about you? <laughs> yeah, I wonder why you think that. I can't open a Clementine on a date. I just know I have limitations. <laughs> there are some things I can't get. That's a very like adorable little thing to do. And I don't think <laughs> it is an adorable little thing to do. I don't even. Um, I've never actually opened an orange or a Clementine, so I couldn't do that on a date and why because is I would that panic. Something that you have not done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because I've just never had the opportunity. I don't know. You've never had the opportunity. It's never come up. It's never come up. <laughs> Nobody's offered me a Clementine orange. <laughs> She's never gotten an unwrapped orange. She's only gotten them unwrapped. Oh my god, that's so. I mean, funny. yes. And then if you make like freshly squeezed orange juice, you have them. You don't have to peel them. Yes. And I've just never had orange right. slices. They don't look appealing to me. They look veiny. I don't like oranges really anymore. I think as a kid I did, but now I think they're like too. There's too much going on in there, and like when the skin is all on it still, and it's really like 
No. Yeah, I don't like it. I but don't you're like pro orange clementine. juice. Anti orange pro clementine. I'm pro clementine because they're small and they're mm-hmm. um, a little bit tarter. They're a little tart. Yeah. <laughs> Do you eat cuties? Yes. Yeah. I want some cuties because I love the name. It's you know cute. what are you eating, Nicole? Cuties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, my God. Okay, should well, should we, we talk about Marvel? Yes. We should get to the Daily Bugle. Yes. The Daily Bugle is our new segment this season. We're going to give a recap of what's been going on lately in the MCU. Whoa. Viewers noticed that blood had been digitally m- removed from the Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as well as a few other changes that made the show less violent. According to Entertainment Weekly, an Entertainment Weekly source, the alternate cut was accidentally uploaded to the streaming service. It was service. not accidentally uploaded. That's funny. Who accidentally, like, they're like, uh-oh, which, uh, but the, oops. The version like, without the blood on Disney's We platform? accidentally made it less violent and more palatable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oops. That's I so don't believe fu- it's, that. It's interesting. Disney's really trying to make everything, like, nice. But they, they, so does that mean they're going to put up the rough one? I don't know. Violent one? Whatever. Okay, I well. I guess we'll learn next week. We'll find out. So while promoting The Lost City, Daniel Radcliffe was asked about fan speculation that he would be cast as the MCU's Wolverine. Oh, that'd be interesting. I appreciate that someone is clearly going like, Wolverine's actually short in the comics, he said, but I don't see them going from Hugh Jackman to me. Who knows? Prove me wrong, Marvel. A few days later, Radcliffe clarified saying, every so often I'll get bored answering questions in a sensible way, so I'll make a joke. All right. I I didn't think he needed to clarify. I understood that it was a joke. Well, I guess... Yeah, I don't know. Daniel Radcliffe, he's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> he's about to play Weird Al in the movie about Weird Al. He's going to play Weird Al? And even that one's interesting because he, no, look, I think Wolverine could be short because Weird Al's tall and he's playing a real person who's tall. Yeah, Weird Al's very tall and Wolverine in the comics is short. So it's, I would rather him play Wolverine than Weird Al. Yeah. Unless they put him on like Apple boxes. <laughs> well. I get tired of answering questions in a sensible way is such a funny thing. Like, who's coming for you? Who's coming for you? <laughs> well, that's like, it's, it, now that seems to be a trend with like male actors that are British because Rob Pattinson did the same thing where he was like, oh, I actually just lie in interviews after people were like, he's being weird in interviews. Yeah, because there was that whole thing. I can't remember what it was. There was some whole like thing about how he like did something weird in his house or something. And he was yeah. like, it turns and out he was, he was, he was like, kidding. Yeah, he was like, no, I actually don't tell the truth. Yeah, which, like, good for you. Like, I mean, I think that just makes it more fun. He's, it's so boring to say the same thing over and over again. Oh, wait, here's what it was. He was making mac and cheese. Yeah, he had, like, a weird way of making mac and cheese. Or he, like, didn't know how or something. I remember it was, like, he was doing some interview, and he was, like, it was, like, a whole thing with that. Um, oh. I obviously don't remember, I guess, is what I should say. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with Daniel Radcliffe was that the headline became, uh, Daniel Radcliffe says, prove me wrong, Marvel. And he was like, okay, now this is a whole fucking thing. I got to. Oh, <laughs> that's because everyone's annoying. <laughs> yep. That is annoying. Like, I why always are you taking things out of context? <laughs> I know. Well, and I mean, he. I feel like he could easily be in one of, that would be fun to watch him in one of these movies, I think. I, I think so. I would love it. it. Does he need to be in another one of these like r- r- rabid fan base series? He That's should, true. Yeah, because the, the last one's sleep. really gone off the rails. I think we need to get him in a cool one. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get him in one with the right politics. Let's get him in there. With the right <laughs> politics. That's funny. Okay, because well, Disney's you... embroiled. Embroiled? Yeah, and sort of some bad politics, politics too. Yeah, though. the don't say gay bill, which I don't <laughs> right really now. understand. Because, like, what do you mean you can't say gay? 
And it's a law? What do you mean? It's confusing. I kind of feel bad for Disney because what were they supposed to do? Everyone's getting so mad at them. Like they I, they were supposed to like threaten to, I guess the park is in Florida. I don't I know. I would have loved for them to be like, I think they financially support fine. the fine. We're going to make a, the fucking theme park <laughs> its own state. We're now Disney state. <laughs> They are making their own city. Did we read that on the podcast? Yes. Or was that somewhere? They're making their own, like, Disneyland town. No, somebody Well, they already that. have one. It's called, like, yeah, Happy th- Town or something. Yeah, it already yeah. exists. Like, they that already have so their weird. own. What's it called? Like, local. I don't. Anya? It's called Celebration. Celebration. Ew. Where are you from? Celebration. 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 I'd be like, all right, unsubscribe. You're fucking free. Wait, it's Celebration and Kissimmee. I don't think well, that they no, should be able to call something "kiss me." I think that's a real place. Yeah, I think that's a real, just nasty ass Florida. It, but I place. think it's just the old, like it's a county that only has Disney in it. I think. Oh, okay. Well, there was another one I think they were making though that was like a brand new one. I heard about that was like it had its mm-hmm. own politics within it or something. There they're was gonna, like they're making rules. it's in California. They're gonna make it yeah. like uh, the one that you're talking about, Lauren. They're gonna make like yeah. Dis- it, the whole town's going to be like in a Disney experience. Like yeah, Disney the whole town is a Disney experience. <laughs> yeah, like there's like events that you go to no. in the town and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It seems yeah. like it'd be really bad. Like, I feel like all the adults <laughs> would be drunk all the time. It <laughs> sounds like one badly. of the worst vibes. <laughs> one of the worst vibes. Let's just, like, in oh, 20 years, special. there's going to be a documentary about whatever happens in that town. That's what we know. <laughs> I mean, it's that I'm weird. excited totally for. True. I'm not excited for the actual town. I don't want to go. Don't take me. <laughs> I don't think you're invited. I think you nobody take me. <laughs> um, okay, here's some more news. Halle Berry visited Avengers Campus and posed for a picture with a Disneyland cast member dressed as Doctor Strange. Last week, or maybe not last week. I don't know. A couple weeks ago, I was like, Halle Berry's a bad storm. I wonder if this means she's going to be storm again. Maybe she. Um, this picture she looks like Cameron Esposito. I will say. Oh, um, interesting. Doesn't she look like Cameron Esposito? She does have Cameron Esposito hair. Looks good. She looks great. Gotta say. Oh, well, she never Mary. has looked bad in her entire life. Damn. I was really wondering how Halle Berry could look like Cameron Esposito, but I do think you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, there's just no way. Yeah. No, but it's, it's all, all there. All the, the pieces are there. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the, the outfit, the hair. Yeah. The nail on yeah. the head, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it could be done, but it was done. I, d- I had doubt in my heart as well, but you see the picture and it's all there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how much I like this Doctor Strange man, though. Is he wearing Skechers? (laughs) Please. (laughs) He really looks like he is. He looks like he's wearing those shoes you have to wear when you work back of house at a restaurant. That's what they look like with like a little booty thing over it. I'm trying to really figure this out. (laughs) He has a really, really unsettling energy. Yeah, it's actually terrifying. Yeah, the face, everything. This wig. Disney can't afford lace fronts? What is this wig? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Also, Hallie doesn't look enthused. Neither does this actor. Who made them do this? I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay, well, she was obviously there for business, not pleasure. (laughs) Also, is that like a Doctor Strange thing, holding up like two fingers and a thumb? We certainly wouldn't know. I don't think anyone on here except Leah would know that. Yeah, that's he, he's doing his magic. Okay. Ew, oh, that's what him. he looks like when he does magic? It's a lot of like, yeah, I, yeah. This Ew, is do we have to gestures. watch this? Yeah, unfortunately. Whoa, it really looks like you were... Very nipple stimulation. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it looks Vagina. like you're honking some titties. Yeah. We're like, waxing on, waxing off on him. Yeah, there's something going on. <laughs> we talked a little about his shoes, but did you guys not want to say anything about Hallie's? 
Oh, no, I mentioned them. I, I thought okay. part of the Cameron look there was the <laughs> sort of like rainbowy vans going on. I don't know what the what the actual model is. Maybe they're a Disney shoe. Yeah, a Disney, <laughs> Disney shoe. Park shoe. I don't know the model. <laughs> it looks like. I don't know. The, it's like iridescent, iridescent they, snake skin. There's something on them. You know what's so yeah. disturbing is that those are probably $3,500. No, I was going to say, I see vans, and I'm sure they cost $5 billion. You're totally right. They're like Balenciaga or something. Yeah. They oh, and she's that. also so wearing a very fashionable Minnie Mouse ear thing. It's like rose gold sequins it's like with a bow. It's specially made. That's yeah. nice. Holly, custom, that's nice. Custom. Someone left custom. the door open in the background. Custom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we gotta take a break. Let's come back and we'll get into Ant Man. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. We're back. Okay. Ant-Man is the movie of the day. And it was written by Edgar Wright, Joe Cornish, Adam McKay, and Paul Rudd. Now that's a team I can get behind. Yes, I like this team. It was directed by Peyton Reed, the director of Bring It On. Yes! And The Breakup. Okay. Among other films. 
It was released July 17th, 2015. Now let's jump into our summary and talk about this film. Okay. Now, in 1989, Hank Pym, Michael Douglas, resigns from S.H.I.E.L.D. after discovering Howard Stark's John Slattery uh, attempt to replicate his own shrinking technology, which Pym believes is very dangerous. He confronts Howard, Peggy Carter, and Mitchell Carson, played by Martin Donovan, and vows to keep his research hidden. So wait, Howard Stark... Stark is that to- that's not Tony's dad it that's- is Tony's oh, that dad that is Tony's dad but I thought Tony's dad was that man with the dark like hair in Captain America yeah Houdini yeah both both Dominic Cooper and John Slattery play Howard Stark and uh, they so, really play fast and loose with who's going to show up to what movie I'm supposed to wow. believe that yes. Dominic Cooper turns into John Slattery yep that's, that's so what I'm supposed to believe silly in the matter of like 10 years I think too because no. Oh, maybe that's insane. He grew eight inches and got white hair. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the present, Scott Lang, Paul Rudd has been Yum. released. From I love Paul Rudd. Me too. He's Yum. so charismatic. He's cute and he's cute. celebrity. Yeah. And I love his little nose. Yeah, and he's, he's got a great so chin. Cute. Oh and my he's god. He's so funny and he's so handsome. And he's we so like funny him. And cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's released from San Quentin State Prison in San Francisco after serving three years for burglarizing, not robbing a former employee that fired him for whistleblowing. Scott reunites with his former cellmate, Luis Michael Pena, who's an absolute fucking star. star. He's, He's a star. 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 I love him so much. And moves in with him and his two other partners, Kurt, David, Dust, Mulchin. I liked mm-hmm. him. And Dave, T.I. Ooh, T.I. dipping into the acting. He gets a job at Baskin Robbins because they said, we got to get a Baskin Robbins uh, commercial up in here. Absolutely. And he's quickly fired when his boss learns about his criminal record. Luis offers him a burglary job, uh, but insi- uh, Scott insists that he's out. Okay. I loved the Baskin Robbins stuff with Johnny Pemberton. I enjoyed that whole uh, interaction. I, I also just was excited about this movie at this point because I'm like, it, it's relatable to me. Mm-hmm. Not that I went to San, San Quentin prison or something. No, but, but you know what Baskin Robbins is. I do know what Baskin Robbins is. Um, and I felt like it was normal in ways that these other Marvel movies are not. So that was exciting so far. I agree. Yeah. I also really love that everyone was like, Baskin Robbins will always find out. Baskin Robbins will always find out. And I was like, did Baskin Robbins have a bunch of like, uh, former <laughs> convicts or ex-convicts like apply to them and they were like we'll pay good money to say in a Marvel movie that a lot of people will see that we do not hire <laughs> or give people second chances. I know, I know. That was funny. It's funny branding <laughs> to like allow that. Yeah, when I think about ice cream, I think about they don't have anybody from jail there. <laughs> they keep all the convicts the hell out of there. <laughs> oh my god, Leah said they try to get Chipotle first. And they said Really? No. Oh interesting. Wow. I do like Chipotle. Oh. Chipotle was like, we do give people second chances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chipotle thought it looked bad for them. Yeah, well, that it, it, I mean, in a sense, right. it would have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, across town, Hank Pym's estranged daughter, Hope Van Dyne, played by Evangeline Lilly, in a very cute little wig, mm-hmm. and protege Darren Cross, I Corey loved him. Stoll. Corey yeah. Stoll was so unhinged, He's and great. every time he got crazier, I was like, I am so wet. I have Ooh, to replace wow. my couch. <laughs> I love how unhinged she is. Wow. That bald head, the like, bring in another goat. Ugh, like, I love. him. I know. What do we know him from? I don't know. How's I don't know. Cards, right? Oh, okay. Isn't I didn't he? watch that show. I might have made that yeah, up. Yeah, that no, you're right. You're right. Um 
Okay, well, okay, so Corey stole. They forced mm. him out of his own company, PIM Technologies. Cross unravels his own project. An advanced shrieking suit named the Yellow Jacket suit based on PIM's original technology, which he intends to use to create an army. Oh, oh. Okay, so... Through Darren's presentation, we learned that Hank had a brief stint during the Cold War as a superhero named Ant-Man. And this, like, found footage is so funny to me. Mm -hmm. So Hope speaks to her dad in private, revealing that she and Hank are working together to stop Darren. Hope asks her father to let her wear the suit but and stop this, but Hank has another candidate in mind. So Scott crashes his daughter Cassie's birthday party. The daughter was really cute. Her name is Abby Ryder Fortson. She was Very adorable. Very cute, but... What's your, what's your problem? I don't know. She <laughs> left a little to be desired. I don't want to shit on a child. That's not nice. That's not kind. <laughs> but I just felt like maybe she was given some bad direction. Um, and maybe they what had to, you know, <laughs> move the scenes a little too quickly. Because I don't think they gave her enough time to, to, to grow and show some depth. Yeah, I mean, she didn't, I didn't really mind that because I felt like um, she was cute enough to not need it mm, in a way. Okay. Um, she didn't bother me. I didn't think her acting, I didn't think her acting was like bad. I got, I didn't think Caleb? it was bad. I think she needed time to blossom. Caleb, what do you think? She's no Jacob Tremblay. I'll I, say that. I think that's the truth. <laughs> I think Nicole's right. She's I got the feeling Tremblay. more than once that there was a longer scene with her that got mm -hmm. cut for time. Like the the one where they randomly flash to her in bed and they're like, is dad bad? And Judy Greer gives one answer and then it's, I'm like, what's going on? Oh. Whoa, Cassie has been recast. Whoa. Cassie was recast in future films. Um, not in, not in Ant Man and Wasp though. I thought no. I saw her on the. So okay, no, they but in, so chance. they gave her two chances and then fired her. The Let me the get into the and Marvel then they world. fired the girl they f hired after her. So there's a third, Catherine Lang. I don't know if you guys but know. See, but see, but see, Catherine Lang. Television's Catherine Lang is going to be Cassie later. There's something about how we're talking about this. <laughs> That we're saying they fired her. However, they fired Dominic whatever and gave John Slattery the part. So this mo these movies are just switching people left and right. It's not necessarily a sign that you're a bad actor. I'm protecting this child. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah. We <laughs> need That's to be a ready. mother. We That's did. a mother's love. That's a mother's love. That's Wait, a mother's who's love. Catherine There's a mother's Lang. love on the pod. <laughs> There's a mother's love present well, on the like, bottom. Just having fun and, and yes. She happens to be having fun on a movie set, but she's just having fun. <laughs> and they paid for her college and then some, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <sighs> Two Marvel movies, she's set. She's good. She's Never totally good. Dead. They gave her the second one to make sure she'd be supported her entire life. <laughs> I just, and then I don't know. set her free. I don't they know. They were like, that. you won't book again, so we'll do this. <laughs> you won't book again? She doesn't have it. I will say she doesn't have you it. You guys! <laughs> I'm sorry, I know it when I see it and it wasn't there. It wasn't there. I hate to do this, but she doesn't have that. Okay, thing. okay. Oh it's wow. Okay, okay. I think she just needs time to marinate a little and I think we, they could have we, we have to Nicole move on. We have, we have Nicole was on our forward. team. And we then have to move up. forward. Oh I just God, I got, okay, wait, I just like on. I just really think that like th something wasn't gelling, like maybe the chemistry was off or something. She I couldn't she get to the moment she needed to get to. She was cute. Oh Nicole my god, she was me. cute. I went on this journey only because I thought I felt Nicole needed an ally, and then she backed out at the eleventh hour. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll go there. She was not great. Wow, she was not great. Wow, but okay, like if I, she hears this, that was then, and you are you now. One, yeah. I mean, so she was a little kid at this time. This was still seven years ago. Now she's a teenager. Yeah, now everything's she's different. Had so many classes and coaches, and she's oh my probably God. great. <laughs> well, 
She didn't need them at the time because she got cast twice. She was so charming with her cute <laughs> little face. And You're right. She had a birthday party, okay? So Paul Rudd shows up. That's her dad. His ex-wife, Maggie, played by Judy Greer, has gotten engaged to a police officer, Jim Paxton, Bobby Cannavale. Oh, can't get enough of him. Yeah, he's super cute. Scott and Jim bicker, and Maggie reminds him that he cannot see their child anymore if he does not provide child support. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's Paul Rudd, you guys. He's yeah, so he's so great. cute. Let also, him be a deadbeat dad who's in her life. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you like, you're not paying child support right now? It's like, yeah, he got out of prison yesterday. Give him a I know, second. and he had a job at Baskin <laughs> Robbins. Like, he did yeah, his best. And they fired him. He's trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he could give them, you know, that one day of pay. Also, paying child support should not be like she's, she's like you got to pay child support if you want to see the kid. It's like that's not normal, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she was like once she goes, I swear I do want to talk about it with you, but you have to start paying me, and then we can start the discussion. On, <laughs> it's like what? I know, and she has like a beautiful is. home, and she's fine. It's like just let it. Like I understand that you need him to do this eventually, but like he wants to be in her life and be a supportive dad. Like please, I'm on her side. If wow. you're not paying me, you're not seeing the kid. <laughs> Goodbye. I mean, it's the only, you know, it's the leverage she has that she can use that, you know. I'm paying for this kid. I married another man with money to help me pay for this she kid. A cop. You come a up cop. here out of she jail. A cop. You don't have she no savings. Give me the money. She married a cop. She married a, cop. <laughs> she married a an officer of the law. <laughs> yeah, so she can keep arresting her husband, so her ex-husband, so he doesn't come to the parties. <laughs> okay, so back at Pym Technologies, Darren mm, uses his prototype uh, shrink uh, device to murder a man who defiled him. That was crazy. Him. He's in the bathroom with this man, and awesome. he just shoots him it. with this gun and turns him into awesome. a little blob that you get out of a quarter machine at Pizza Hut. I Hunt. would let him turn <laughs> me into a blob. I absolutely <laughs> would. Sounds like he already did. I mean, he, he did. He... I. I, I'm maybe I should go back to therapy. I haven't been in a minute, but like, <laughs> you very turned really well. on by this no, man you sound, murdering. You sound good. You sound great. Yeah, you sound Thank great. you. Have all your faculties about you. I think this is good. <laughs> well, he then gets dinner with Hope, and I was so jealous watching, and reminds mm-hmm. her that Hank never believed in either of them. Darren continues his experiments in using lambs as subjects. So they just That's, keep shrinking everything and turning trying, them into little blobs. But killing. Yeah. Yes. So meanwhile, out of luck, Lang accepts the burglary job offered by Luis, who heard from a friend, who heard from a friend, and so on, about a rich this man with so a safe inside of town. Me. That was really funny. And that, to me, I was like, that's where Adam McKay, that's where Edgar Wright mm-hmm. are coming in. This is like funny writing. Each character has like a little thing. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Scott, Luis, Kurt, and Dave prepare for the heist. They easily break into the house, and Scott uses creative methods to crack open the antique safe. However, what he finds does not seem valuable. To him, it just looks like an old motorcycle suit. All the while, Scott's being watched by an ant with a camera. <laughs> um, the suit, the way he breaks in, I thought that was really fun to watch him break into it when he climbed up the building. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Like and then that. he used like liquid nitrogen or something to like freeze the door and it popped off. Yeah, the that's fingerprint. What I was say. We're not talking about the fingerprint. The fingerprint. The DIY lifted a oh, fingerprint. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. A really, Patrick went into the drawer, knew exactly where everything was going to be. Kind of crazy. I know. <laughs> I really he was like, that. I know where he keeps his super glue, his tape, his r- ring of his metal. His ring? Yeah. <laughs> His ring of metal. <laughs> I liked it when he was like, this is the same stuff the Titanic was made out of. And I think Luis was like, oh, that shit killed uh, Leo. And that I really, that got me good. Yeah, Luis te- is really funny. Yeah, I truly found this movie to be a treat. I really liked it. Okay, I liked so it too. Scott, I would watch it again, which I'm like, I think I would to too. Hear <laughs> come out of my mouth. Yeah, and I, 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 I We're not covering Ant-Man and the Wasp. What's going on? Hmm? 
Caleb. I'm, I'm I'm reacting to the news that you guys would watch it again. That's so fascinating. <laughs> Caleb, did you not like this movie? This movie was, and and I and I would do anything to be in peace with you guys. I think objectively bad. <laughs> I think it was bad. I think it was really bad. It was strange. Have you seen the Avengers? No, it was. Have no. you seen any of the Marvel films? Watch oh, the Avengers. You have to, you watch have to understand, to understand where the bar like, is, is really Caleb. Yeah. The bar is different than what you're, you're you're comparing it to. Like I don't know, Belfast or something. It's like we they just watched Guardians in such a strange way. I thought that's how they work. That's how they also they also I'm not good they at assume this, I guess. a weird no amount no no of you're great. They assume a weird amount of knowledge because it's all wrapped up in other things like the Falcon that comes mm-hmm. in at one point. It's like, I don't really know who he is, but I know that I'm just supposed to know because I'm supposed to He's know. Iron Man's friend. I will say I was watching it with wow. uh, my straight no, roommate. Who knows? No, he's Captain America's friend. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, I was impressed by you and I got it wrong in my head. So like, Don, Ch- Don nice. Cheadle is Iron Man's friend. Oh, different. Okay, wait, 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 doesn't like Iron Man's friend. Doesn't he wear the thing and fly around? Yeah, but so does <laughs> Anthony Mackie. They all do. They you know both have black they friends. All j- <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, wait. No. Caleb, you said you watched it with your street roommate. I did, and I will t- the to the point of them like giving out information weirdly. I guess maybe that's a Marvel thing. But I started the movie, and the first like two minutes of the movie is just all. They're talking in a way. I was like, I stopped it. I was like, is this a second one or something? And my roommate was you like, You have no. to ignore the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when, when when it starts, I never know what's going on. And I go, yeah. Isn't that I'll when you fell asleep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's what's happening. It's because like, the, the beginning, they always tell you boring shit. Wait, Caleb, you said you watched this with a straight roommate? Yeah, I did. My straight roommate. Is he roommate. single? He is. Do you want to meet him? Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> I got Bram in. I have is he two- home? I, I don't know if they're still here. You I think they went to the them? gym. I have two straight roommates. They go to Wait, the and gym? they go to the gym? Yeah, go get them. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Damn! They went to the gym. They went to the, he would have answered. They went to the gym. What about John? John went with him to the gym. I was okay. supposed to go, but they went at a bad time. I love this. When yeah. are they going to come back from the gym? I, if they come back during this, I might hear them and I'll say, come up here and meet Nicole. Oh my I God. I love this. What if I find love today on April 1st? Ah! This was going to be the best day ever. That would be so powerful. <laughs> it really would Oh my be. God. I can't wait. Oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's see what happens next with Ant-Man. Is this, is this me? Just, is it my turn? Yeah, your turn. And then okay, hopefully some Scott straight men will walk into the room. <laughs> <laughs> Scott takes the suit home, finds a small red vial inside of it and tries it on, which I absolutely would never do with a suit that I found in someone's house. Insane. And it fits I like I feel a glove. like you might want to try it on. Yeah, it fits perfectly. I think you might want to try it on because it's the only thing in there that you're like, why is this special? Oh, that is I what he says, so. too. He goes, why did he sa- he like says... <laughs> He like looks at it and he goes, why did he have this locked up? Like he like says that to himself. <laughs> and that would be why I had that thought then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, Orange, Orange, original like, I thought, I, original thought, original thought. I uniquely understand the motivation of the character in this moment. <laughs> and I don't let her have it. I, I can't let her have it. I'm like, actually. <laughs> he literally the, said that. <laughs> I use the raise hand mechanism in Zoom. I'm like, actually. Actually, no. <laughs> that button no one's ever used in their life. Um, great. Um, okay, so trigger your button. He, sh- he shrinks down to the size of an insect. Uh, not only that, but Hank speaks to him through the helmet's communication device after surviving a bathtub, an apartment raid oh, during the day, 
a vacuum, a mouse. Scott regains his size on the top of someone's car. And I think it's, um, oh shit. Garrett Morris, Morris, I think he's like a pretty, pretty well-known actor. Anyway, um, uh, he attempts to return the suit only to be discovered by the police and he's arrested. Hank poses as a lawyer and smuggles the Ant-Man suit to Lang's cell to help him break out of jail with the help of a group of ants. This was funny to me. He passes out while flying a, uh, riding a flying ant and wakes up at Hank Pym's house. Now, I loved this bathtub thing because it was like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Like, I feel like a lot of this movie, that's also why I liked it, is that it was like, honey, I shrunk the kids. And I don't feel like we've yes. had enough of that in our um, culture. Something insane that happens when he breaks out is he got arrested for like breaking and entering at best at like misdemeanor vibes. And they, they like shut the city down. They do like a five block yeah. perimeter. <laughs> they send out like a bunch of cars. Right. It was crazy. I was like, why would violent they do criminal this? On the loose. It's like absolutely not violent. He actually like, is, like walked into somebody's was backyard. Was fully compliant. Was yeah. very cool. It was crazy that they did that. It was. I didn't like when we first saw the ants. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of grossed me out. But then over time, I guess I started to like them. Although I didn't like how they had one as a dog at the end of the movie, which we can get to later. But Thank you. I, <laughs> Thank I, I want to talk about that, too. I had a big problem with that. I did think well, it should have been killed. But the ants, these big <laughs> ants are just like um, fucking Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. They have a big ant there, too. They rode ants and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's just like the whole thing. Well, that's like, probably, did they have this story before Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Or was was someone uh, watching the movie and they were like, wait, superhero vibes? Wait, yeah, is Ant-Man an old comic? <laughs> like where he rides Ant- I guess, Well, I guess his name is literally Ant-Man. Yeah, he's Ant-Man. So yeah, but when did they first. start Ant-Man? When was I the think first? it's got to be before I Shrunk the Kids, Yeah, right? Leah, can you find out? Um, but I I always love that movie so much when they eat the like Oreos that are in the ground. Yes, and they're and, scooping all that cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a I wild sentence. That. They're scooping, scooping all, that, all cream. that cream. <laughs> well, when he goes down the bathtub, can I just say that scene, the one part that stressed me out was I was like, stop running and just find shelter. Why is he running so much? Yeah, yeah. Wait, right. running he's running from the water. No, it was that scary. ends right away. Then he runs because he sees his friend taking a shit. And then he's like, he's like, I don't want to see that. Then he runs again. Then he falls through like a pipe. Well, I don't think he was taking a shit. I think he was going to take a shower. shower. Yeah, he was getting no. naked. Oh, you're right. Either That's way, why he turned on the water. Do you turn on the water when you're do taking you a shower? He might take a shit in the bathtub. If you have, sometimes, have you ever like had someone? <laughs> oh, well, of course I run water when I'm taking a shit if someone might hear me. But in so, the sink, not the bathtub. But in the sink, yeah. If I start running a tub, then people are going to go, oh, she's taking a bath. And then there's like a lot of questions like, like, why aren't you wet? Why didn't you? Oh my God. One time someone was at my apartment when I was in college and they came over and they ran the um, water while they were taking a shit. And then it overflowed over the sink into the, onto the floor in the bathroom while they were shitting and they didn't notice. And then it got like really crazy. Yeah. Can I tell you something that I used to do that was, Mm -hmm. it's embarrassing to admit, Sure. which is if I ordered food and I ordered too much, like I didn't want them to think I was eating it myself. I would run the shower when I opened the door so they thought I had someone <laughs> wow. Shelby Joel. That's funny. That's, That's really smart. next level. That's very smart. Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm here. Someone's in the shower. Yeah. I turn the TV on and I go, the food's here. I go, thank you. <laughs> I, have on the, I have on the phone ordering before been like, oh, this is way too much. And then gone, hold on one sec. Do we want anything else? <laughs> another cheeseburger. Okay, yeah, we'll get too. another cheeseburger. <laughs> And then, so yeah, I've done before where I'm like, they're going to look at me and be like, you good? So then I run the shower quick. (laughs) That is so funny. 
Oh so my he God. C- could have been doing that. <laughs> the old <laughs> trick That's what that everyone doing. does. <laughs> so, wait, Leah tells us that um, the Ant-Man comics were from 1962, and the comic first appear- he first appeared in was called Tales to Astonish, which Corey Stoll says in one of his first scenes. Oh. Hidden facts. Whoa. Interesting. Okay, so Scott discovers that Hank placed the tip to manipulate him into stealing the suit as a test and wants him to become the new Ant-Man and steal the yellow jacket suit. He promises that he can help Scott reunite with his daughter. Scott has little choice but to accept. Hope and Hank train him to perfectly control and manipulate the Ant-Man suit so that he has superhuman strength as well as tiny size. <laughs> Hank and Hope also teach him how to control ants using electromagnetic waves like they do. Scott learns that PIM particles power the suit and that tampering with the regulator could send him to the quantum realm, losing all sense of time and space. This was said ah. so seriously that I was like, the fuck? What are we doing? I honestly missed a lot of that, um, <laughs> but I make sense now. What, like I got a little bit of that. Mike mentioned as we were watching it together, he mentioned that he likes this movie because of the science in the movie, which he did say he felt dorky saying, but he did want to tell me that. And <laughs> I was like, oh, because it's about like quantum physics and like realms and mm-hmm. like dimensions and things. And so I'm barely getting that. But uh, at the end, we do have a thing that makes that makes a lot of sense of that. When we have that yeah. guy who disappears. Mm-hmm. I also was like, what the fuck are these electromagnetic waves? Like, do we have these in our head? Like, it just <laughs> felt like he was, like, mind-controlling these little ants. I know. You know what I would have loved? There was the part where she's like, no, focus and make them do what you want. And then he, like, is staring at his, like, car dashboard and, like, the ants start spinning a penny. Yeah. Spinning a penny. And I, I wanted mm-hmm. him to say, oh, that's not what I wanted them to do. Like, I wanted him to, like, make a joke that, like, he was focusing really hard and that wasn't what the goal was. But, they, but it, I thought it was too complicated. And it even was right now when I said it. So. Oh, we all follow I liked think. when he was having tea. There was a lot of tea to be had in this movie. But they were having tea. And he was like, do you want sugar? And then those little ants brought, bring the sugar. And yes. he's like, ew, no. And then the ants were like, okay. They, sorry. like, turn it around. It was so yeah. funny. That yeah. made me laugh really hard. It's cute. That I don't want cute. a bunch of little ant servants. Is that okay? You don't? I would. <laughs> Well, no. if they're actually listening to me and they're not just like running all over the place like ants tend to do and they're disgusting, then okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess when they were counting down from 10 with their bodies, that was funny. that was pressure was on. <laughs> I really felt stressed. <laughs> I was like, okay, marching band vibes. <laughs> it is. The movie should have been called Marching Band Vibes. That I would have loved thing. it. Ant Man, Marching it. Band Vibes. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) Hank tells Hope the truth about the death of her mummy, Janet Van Dyne. Uh, She did not die in a plane accident. No, sir. Janet was the counterpart to Pym's Ant-Man, a superhero called the Wasp, who sacrificed herself to prohibit a Soviet nuclear missile. She went subatomic, disappearing into the quantum realm. He admits this is why he is hesitant to let his daughter wear the suit. Now, see, does that mean maybe she didn't die? I think that's what they're telling us. Spoiler alert. You yeah. gotta watch Ant Man and Wasp. <laughs> I might need to watch that. I think I'm gonna have to, and I'm really upset about it. I know, but it's like I can't do it. When I'm pretty sure that's the premise this. of that movie that she wasn't dead. Oh. Did you guys notice the family photo they had where she's wearing like the this big hat that's obscuring her face in a way that says we're going to cast this woman later? But well, we, that's you know, funny. see, no. I didn't get that. Of course, but I didn't I, clock but that. I, I didn't clock that. But I did in the moment when they were when we see her in the flashback. I was just thinking, so they didn't want to cast her? Yeah. Like, it was just like, a, it was just someone in a mask, you know? But I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I think the whole, I, I read what it was going to be about, because I was like, what else is there? I thought we yeah. figured out Ant-Man, and I read the 
like plot. And I think it's literally just about her. Wow. Oh, like interesting. That, well, who plays her? Do we know? Yes. Um, I that I can't remember her name is so Michelle terrible Pfeiffer because she's a Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer. For me to forget Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> is like that's tough. Shelby, yeah, you forgot Michelle Pfeiffer. That wasn't that <laughs> exactly. wasn't no, great. Nicole, I hear you and I know. I'm <laughs> upset too. I'm not proud. Wait, but that's a great cast. Like, wait, so is it still Evangeline Lilly? Yeah. Yeah, wait, that's like a hot cast. With a different wig. Oh, she's she gets a different wig? I'm gonna remake mm. it and recast Michelle Pfeiffer as Margot Martindale. And it's gonna be <laughs> so much cooler. <laughs> that does sound cool. <laughs> Um, okay, wait, she went subatomic. All right, well, Hank sends Scott on his first mission to what he believes is an abandoned Stark Industries warehouse in upstate New York. When Scott gets there, he discovers that the warehouse is now the site of the Avengers compound. Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, unsuccessfully fights him off on the roof of the compound. Scott gets away with one of Hank's old S.H.I.E.L.D. prototypes. Um, also, the Falcon was, like, embarrassed that somebody, like, beat him up. And he was like, don't tell, what did he say? Don't tell Cap, Cap. about this. I don't and want I Cap like, to know about this. Who cares? Like, what are you gonna, what, who's gonna, what are they gonna say? Uh, hey, the Falcon got beat up by a little man. And then <laughs> what is Captain America gonna do? Like, yell I mean, at him, spank him? Captain like, what? America was a little man himself before he <laughs> took the juice. He'd be like, I understand. I was little too. This has, um, this is Bagel Box, en- Bagel Boss energy. Do you guys remember Bagel, bagel Boss? Bagel, bagel of course, boss. I remember Bagel Boss. <laughs> little he's man. Incredible. It's like, he's gonna get so mad at me. <laughs> Getting a little, Bilo, man. Captain America was a small twerp who who gets <laughs> tested on and he becomes mm-hmm. a buff man. I kind of am on the Falcon side. It would be hard to explain to your boss or big brother or whatever their relationship is that you got beat up by somebody who went small mode unless you had ever fought someone <laughs> in small mode. Because that was hard. He yeah. kept trying to like shoot him and stuff and it's like he's too small. Yeah. 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 I mean, being that small is just a whole nother world. I mean, Captain America wasn't minuscule, but he was small. He was small, <laughs> but he wasn't ant small. He was little does, man small. It does sound a little made up. Like, no, he kept going from small to big. He was <laughs> tiny, but he hit yeah. big. It's like, okay. <laughs> I also yeah, really hate it. Like I didn't like it when Scott was like, I'm Ant-Man. I was like, oh, don't say that. Don't <laughs> be calling yourself Ant-Man. Like, have some self-respect. Yeah. Yeah, you could what, be anything. What do you really? think would be the better name? Out of curiosity, Tiny Big Man. I don't Tiny know. Big Man. man. <laughs> like Zippy, little guy, little guy. <laughs> yeah, Zippy. Tiny Big Man. I'm Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Darren, my favorite character, confronts Hank at his home. He or no, it's clear that they're running out of time. Scott enlists Louise, Kurt, and Dave to help with the heist. Darren perfects a yellow jacket suit and invites Hank to the unveiling. In attendance is Mitchell Carson, who turns out to be one of the many fucking Hydra. I guess Hydra is in every goddamn in movie. Every movie working for Shield, which I'm like, is, so Shield is bad. I don't know. Scott in the Ant Man suit, along with his crew and a swarm of ants, infiltrates the building. So they plant explosives and sabotage all the servers. Lang is prepared to steal the Yellow Jacket suit. However, he's captured by Cross. Cross sells both the Ant-Man and Yellow Jacket suits to the Hydra and the Ten Rings. Lang breaks free from his trap, fights the Hydra agents, and chases after the escaped Cross, though Mitchell Carson escapes with Cross's unstable formula. Then the planted explosives planted on Cross's unstable pimp particle formula detonate, imploding the building into the quantum realm. So much shit is in the quantum realm. I know. It's like, everything's like, good. it's like what we think we're doing when we're recycling. Like it's, it's going somewhere, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All my it's bottles are going to the quantum realm and it's pretty polluted. So then it's Darren, full of shit. The quantum realm is full of shit. <laughs> 
Darren puts on the yellow jacket suit, which is super badass, way more badass than the Ant-Man one. True. They fight through San Francisco, making things comically big and small along the way. Guys, I loved it. Scott traps Darren in a bug zapper. Okay, here's an interesting thing. I don't want to speak for all black people, but they land in a black like family's pool and then the black family like waits around for Ant-Man to be like, everything's okay. Black people don't wait around. We run away. We're getting out of there. We are saving ourselves. We're not waiting for someone who splashed in our pool in a weird ass suit who zapped another man in a bug zapper to say everything's okay for us to then run away. And then they that ran not after believable. he said it was fine. Yeah. No, we yeah. would have been yeah, gone. Yeah. He's like, it's all good. And they're like, don't trust that. And they're like, <laughs> ah! um, yeah. Did you, the the funny part in the in the helicopter when he, they say something about when they do disintegration by the cure, you know what I'm talking about? And yes. then they're and then the cure's playing and it's slow-mo with like all the big lifesavers. Mm-hmm. That that was to me the exact experience I have when I'm at the movies and they play that little roller coaster thing and the popcorn <laughs> pops next to you. <laughs> and you're going down and it's like, you're going to enjoy this movie. <laughs> the snacks are really big. That felt really reminiscent. To that me. was totally what that was. I, I don't think I know it. Big. There's a roller coaster with popcorn? There's some. I like don't know. Is it AMC? Things? What is it? It's oh. one of the movie theaters used to have it. I don't think they have it anymore. I mean, yeah. fun fact. I don't think I've ever been to a movie on time. I don't know what you're talking about. That's so funny. <laughs> it's like POV. <laughs> you're on a roller coaster. Oh. Leah thinks it's Regal Cinemas. Interesting. Yeah. And then, like, you're really, you're really, it looks like a fun roller coaster. Like, you're sort of jerking around. <laughs> You're having a good time. You're jerking. You're jerking, which means whatever it means. You're having fun. You're jerking around. You're up and down. Popcorn's flying. Yeah. Um, We we got to get you to a read. Okay, we got to keep going. So Darren puts on the yellow jacket suit. They fight. You already said that. After witnessing his heroic deeds, Paxton covers up for him. Scott says he remembers nothing of his experience in the quantum realm. Hank accepts this, but wonders if Scott's survival means that his wife might be alive in there. Months later, Luis tells Scott that he heard from a friend who heard from a friend who heard from Sam Wilson that the Avengers want to recruit him. In a mid credit scene, Hank offers an update prototype of the Wasp suit to Hope. She replies, it's about damn time. I know. I thought that was a really weird response. Actually, mm-hmm. I didn't think that made sense. No. Um, okay. And then in a post credit scene in Berlin, Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson have found Bucky Barnes. Unable to contact Tony Stark because of the Accords, Steve says that they are on their own, but Sam says he knows the guy. Now, when, we, when I saw these people, I went, nope, I like the people in this movie. I don't want to see the Same. people I didn't want to see movies. fucking Captain America. No. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I didn't want it. And then also I was like, what Accords? Like Honda Accords? Like, what do you mean Accords? <laughs> Why are they on their own? Sam's like, I uh-huh. know a guy. Is he talking about Ant-Man or whatever? But then it flashes to Ant-Man will be back. And I was like, oh, I guess that's what they were talking about. I didn't even think to watch post credits. No, and you're, <laughs> you are correct. To me we literally bit. have to, or we get um, in trouble. Yeah, it's really so awful. You have really to. Insane. Sometimes there's like two. Allegedly, yeah. there's like three in one. It's too many. So this one is. Uh, it is a scene from Captain America: Civil War. Oh, uh, so it there's that's that's why it doesn't make sense. Like when this movie was released, it didn't make any sense to people watching either. Nobody knew what the accords meant. Oh, okay. Well, Interesting great. choice. So, I was going to say, so did they, why did they? So why did they? So They're successful. They're successful. They're successful. Wait, Leah, are we watching Silver, Silver War? We are. Then why can't we watch more Ant-Man? Because. Why do we have to watch all the Captain Americas? Because Captain America Civil War has a bunch of other Avengers in it. 
Is Ant-Man ever in stuff? Yeah. Well, as Paul? Oh. Yeah. Oh, they get Paul back. Good for them. Okay, that works. He's in at least, he's in <laughs> yeah. three more movies that you'll see. Good for them. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Good for is his, I feel, I is his daughter? <laughs> yes, but not that girl. Okay. Uh, see. I defend her. Um, <laughs> okay, so Ant-Man. Lauren's a Marvel character now. <laughs> Ant-Man didn't get any major award nominations, but it did win a Saturn Award for Best Comic Book, or no, Comic to Film Motion Picture. No, no award, awards. The other ones good. get awards. I liked it. Do we the have good taste? I don't know. I mean, maybe. But the movie was fairly <laughs> well received by critics, holding an 83% average rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It should be um, higher. It should be 100 yeah, Kenneth Turan from the Los Angeles Times wrote, playful, in unexpected well, ways, true. and graced with genuinely off-center sense of humor. Ant-Man, engagingly directed by Peyton Reed, is light on its feet in the way the standard issue Mar- Marvel behemoths never are. See, and that's why we loved it. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man grossed $519 that's million it? worldwide. That's it. And holds an A audience score from CinemaScore. I'm this so stressed. Sick. This should be their biggest film. They, this should have grossed $10 billion. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why they didn't? Really, why? Because they didn't utilize to the maximum potential Michael Pena and T.I. If they had used Michael Pena and T.I. more, the thing would have won an Oscar. It wasn't playful I think enough. You might be I honestly right. think you're right. <laughs> I think you might be right. I think you're making a joke, but like I genuinely think No, I'm think genuinely right. serious. That they, <laughs> those two, every time they were on screen, I was like, this is it, baby. This is why I we know, buy the ticket. I know. It really did feel but like can they the third, to be... Can the third guy get a... I don't... I didn't need him. The third guy like, wasn't as crazy about... But I like comical him. accent. I was like, cool it. <sighs> we gotta take a break. <laughs> Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back with some trivia. Okay, so the Falcon's role in the plot came after Adam McKay and Paul Rudd went to see Captain America Winter Soldier and fell in love with the character. They casually suggested working him into the plot, and then Kevin Feige informed them that it would actually make perfect sense since Falcon was now living at the new Avengers head, or Avengers compound uh, as of Age of Ultron, fucking Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. That's so funny that this adult man was like oh yeah he's living here's the update on this this fictional character oh yeah, yeah. he's moved in oh he decorated his room yeah he'd been living there he a minute. couch it's all good there. <laughs> michael douglas explained why he took the role of hank pym well you don't have to explain it to me but he said i did it for my children i'm i finally got a picture that they're so excited about dad is cool you have to understand for most of my career i've done so many r-rated pictures 
Tells him pictures. They can never see any of my movies. Just recently, at 14 and 12, they're becoming more aware of some of the things I've done. So this is a lot of fun. 14 Aww. and 12? 14 and that 12. That man's a crib keeper. Yeah, he's he keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> I'm just astounded. 14 and 12? Uh, he keeps saying pictures. He's like I think it's 110 very years old. old. Yeah, hey, if you're calling movies pictures, you shouldn't have kids in middle school, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I'll tell you about that. If you call movies pictures, your kids should be able to go to a bar legally. Okay. <laughs> the moving pictures. <laughs> he said, I've always done talkies with sex in them. <laughs> your kids should be able to watch those, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe his children are 14 and 12. Not 14 and 12. Also, fun fact, I got to meet Michael Douglas um, at a James Corden, and we had to sit next to each other on a couch, and my butt is so big that I look like I am... A hundred feet taller than him. Also, he had no idea how to respond to me because we talked about pole dancing and James is like, you pole dance. And then he was like, Michael, you pole dance. And he was like, oh, uh. <laughs> I, I wish he went with that. I, I wish he was like, actually, I actually, do. Here comes I the do. pole. Watch me go. <laughs> here comes I the just, pole. He's I just got to plan my lessons. I just got to plan my lessons wisely because my kids are 12. He's whipping his body around with just his legs. Yes. I, <laughs> He's spinning around upside down. He's so talented. One of the most talented there is. Oh, I can't Full believe drop. his children. 14 and 12. Oh, my God. Okay. Paul Rudd's 10-year-old son wasn't exactly impressed with dad's new role. When Rudd told him he'd been cast as Ant-Man, his son said, wow, I can't wait to see how stupid that'll be. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Wow. So jaded. Wow. That's kind and of yes, a- Garrett Morris. That's <clears throat> Garrett Morris, who portrays a cab driver in the film, appeared as Ant-Man in an SNL sketch in 1979. Which was the first live action appearance of the hero. He was Ant Man on SNL. Wow. So that's where they put him in. See, this is the kind of deep stuff. This is what Edgar Wright, this is what Adam McKay, this is what they're yeah. bringing to this film franchise, okay? But here's, oh no, here's my question. If Garrett Morris is the first one to portray Ant Man, why not keep Ant Man black? Thank you. Well, is that, yeah. is that a wild robbed. question to ask? T.I. was robbed. T.I. could have been Ant Man. Wow, T.I. should have been Ant Man. Wait, but guys, Paul Rudd is so charming. He's good. He is it. really charming, and I am really I'm blessed that I got to watch him in this movie. But you're right. But you're right. If he was the first person to be, and, yeah, yeah, he's the first live action appearance. Yeah, that's interesting. He could have yeah. been Hank Pym. Yeah, they could have done that. Yeah. That would have been cool. Oh, that would have been interesting if he was Hank Pym. Right. That would have been fun. Garrett. Yeah. Too young, yeah. though. Oh, Garrett. Yes, okay, I got Garrett. you. Garrett. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought we were talking about Paul. I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to go along, but I'm oh, not sure. Man, I don't think that's what I want to do with the cast. <laughs> he should have been the old man. Oh, Paul should have played Andy. You make the daughter Hank Pym, and then we kill the ant dog. The, okay, the little girl is the ant dog. No, hold on. Um, <laughs> so on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Paul Rudd told the story of how he had wanted to play a prank on Michael Douglas on their last day of shooting by basic instincting him during an interrogation scene. Oh, no. Unfortunately, Rudd got tangled up in his own boxers, which led Douglas to ask, what are you, a fucking pervert? Pretty funny. Joke went sideways. (laughs) (laughs) One of the teasers uh, Marvel released for Ant-Man had zero footage of the movie. Let's watch. Oh, wait, what is this? Had zero footage from the movie? Ants. Ants. <laughs> Ant-Man. 
shit I've ever seen. Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas are slapping their hands and snapping, and then they just do it faster and faster, and then they scream ants. They show a picture of an ant from, like, stock footage, and then they scream ants. A red ants. ant, too. Not even the kinds you're used to. Right. Not even the kinds you're used to. That was so fucking weird. Here's the thing. Sold. I'm going to go watch it again. See, that's the best one, though. I mean, that's the thing. This is why we like this one. It's irreverent. It's interesting. It's off. Yeah, I mean, what a treat. Is Adam McKay, (laughs) are the same people involved in the second one and in the third one? I don't think so. No? What about Eggie? No, Edgar Wright was supposed to direct this um, and and dropped out. But that's why he just has screenwriting credit. Yeah. But his directing style would have been so interesting for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love Edgar Wright. I think he's great. This is crazy. Okay, well, here's time for our segment, Is Chris in This? This is a segment where we say yes or no if there was a Chris in this film. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, or Chris Pine. Was it Chris in this film? Yes. Who? Chris Evans. Oh, but only at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in the post-credit, which... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, are we we not counting that? (laughs) I don't think there was any of them, and I don't think they should have been in this. I thought it was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Warren, Warren's life was changed by this movie that, and I, I and I cannot stress this to y'all enough, listeners. She could not stay awake through. I can't, <laughs> believe, <laughs> I can't believe how much Lauren's baby's gonna have to watch Ant Man. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with it's you, cute. Lauren. I loved this movie so much. It's good. I don't think it needed any sort of Chris, Kristen, Christy, <laughs> Carlson, Romano. Nothing. None of that. Oh, yeah, we should a little Christy Carlson. Christy Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> it could use a little Christy Carlson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, second segment. Is a kiss in this? Okay, a yes or no conversation if there is a kiss in this film. Was there a kiss yes, in this film? there was, and I was very glad when <laughs> they were kissing behind the door and then Michael Douglas opened the door and asked if something was going on. And then I loved how charming Paul Rudd was in that scene where he's like, mm, something's going on. <laughs> but here's the thing I don't on. think I like a, a, a East of Evangelina what's her name yeah East Evangeline, Evangelina Lily. was it yeah, Evangeline were, yeah. Lily she's had she's some interesting sort of stuff I loved her on Lost I was a big Lost loved fan loved her in Lost time um, she was anti-vax and anti-mask throughout the pandemic is Ooh, my belief that's nice um, that's a tough one on that go off queen yeah that's <laughs> what <laughs> so she does what she wants um yeah. Okay. Well, time for our segment, Five Star Industries. This is where we read five-star reviews. This one comes from Camille Iman. So freaking excited. First off, I love the theme song this season. That's saxophone. LOL. I started listening to the, to the with the Star Wars season and just laughed at Nicole and Lauren's commentary so loud that I got my husband interested. I'm so happy you're doing Marvel now. I'm a black girl Disney nerd, and I don't often get to hear the opinion of another black Aww. woman. Can't wait to hear your, your you both and your guests tease this universe in good fun and dig into the storylines. There's so many layers to these movies and crazy to keep track of all the details. Adding a bit of comedy definitely helps. Thank you, ladies. Oh, how nice. That's sweet. Well, Camille, sorry that you love Disney stuff, and I hate it. (laughs) I like Disney. Do you? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Says it so gutturally. Mm. Yeah. I like like the movies. I think the movies are really great. The world, not for me. I am not going to Disney World or Disneyland, getting locked in that park, paying $10 for a bottle of water. And then you want me to pay like $86 for a fucking hamburger? Get real. I can't smuggle in my own shit. What is this? I gotta walk. You Hmm? can smuggle it in, and you are wrong. It is a great place, and it is so fun, (laughs) and it's fantastic. I I mean, I haven't been since I was a child, and I hated it as a child. Nicole, you have to go as an adult. I would ban it. That's where it's fun. If I was in politics, I would ban it. 
No Disney. Oh, Caleb, I did see I did see Caleb on your story today that you had people no. coming to town and you were like, see you before my, and after you take the My aunt is bringing my little cousins to Disney and I said I will see you on either side of that. I do not do <laughs> Disney. I don't like that it exists. I think it's nefarious. I don't like the whole vibe is off. <laughs> the parks are bad. It's all bad. I couldn't did, disagree more. Really? Caleb, have you ever been? Yes. When? <laughs> I went uh, both as a child and as a teenager and both times I said this is not for me. Wow. Yeah, it's not for leave. me either. It's always so hot. Every time I go, it is the hottest day of the year. There's no shelter from the sun. <laughs> You're just out there with the people. and uh, The ugliest families are there. It is always like <laughs> National Ugly Family Day. And they're all walking around being like, look at happy. that over there. They're and then happy. there's like big children in strollers that should be walking. <laughs> I, I don't like it. It's because they're tired because it's been a long day. I will they're too not big to be in that stroller. on board with this. I, I will say a, a, amusement parks do seem to be sort of like... The, the aesthetic of, of the clientele. <laughs> and it's I not go. cute. <laughs> and I go. It's the, ugly I like of, it there. it's the ugly family hall of fame. In those it movies. really <laughs> is. You look around and you're like, where do these, I don't see, I don't see you guys normally. See, when I go to Disneyland, all I see are models. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Lauren, do you do like TikTok the VIP stars. service when you no, go? No, I've never like, done that. No, no, Skip I've the line and go to like Club 62 or whatever? No, I would like to do that. Um, but I ha- I would love to have that given to me. It's very expensive. I don't want to spend my money on that. But oh. I, um, I have a couple times... Had someone go like, oh, hey, I know you from something. Come to the front of the line. And that's great. So if anyone works at Disney and they want to do that when you see me, I would love that. If you're listening oh. from Disney and you want to send the four of us on your best possible experience, I'm willing to change my mind. <laughs> now, see, that would be a great day. I would, I would love that day. I would love that day. Yeah, Lauren I would go if I got yeah, yes, escorted I to the anything. front of the line, got to go to Club 62. What's it, what's it actually called? Club 30. What is it? What is it? I've I never heard remember. of this. It's, it's like a secret club in Disney where like... You get to go if you're like fun and rich or something. Yeah, and you, and people will post like a picture of the napkin that they have. Like they, you can't post cup thirty three. You can't post anything inside there. So I've never seen what it looks like, but I have seen people wow. I know go there and they just take a picture of the little cocktail napkin that says Club thirty three, and you're like, oh, somebody's special. There's a secret door. A secret door. Oh no! Invite us now! No, invite us. We they're love not going to invite go. us. Why? No, they will invite me. I haven't, I haven't said a bad word about it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Ooh, oh my god! I'm on the website. Um, it's a lot of cursive and they make it really I hard to read. I thought there was a picture of you on the website. I, I saw like, that too. Know, I was like, wait, that are you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, throw, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Disney, if you want us to come, you give us the you give us the best possible day you can and we'll see. And if I still don't like it, it's over for y'all. I love this. Uh, also, I will say we this, do, we'll this, do a lot of ad space for you. This website is not good. And then I scroll down and it says, this is not an official website of the club. Click here for legal disclaimer. Somebody made this website and it looks like I made it when I first started it's using really HTML. It's really terrible. Wait, yeah. there's a dress code. No tank tops, cutoffs, swimsuits, yep. bare midriffs, sweatpants, flip. We're at a fucking theme park. I know, but you got to dress up. You got to dress up Wait, for Wait, there's um, an insider article with pictures. Whoa. That shouldn't be happening. Hold on. <laughs> wow. Shut down the pod. <laughs> we have to call Disney. Shh, oh, my God. Okay. No shorts of any type for dinner. Oh, my the God. The membership is a thousand. Is thousands of dollars. Thousands what? multiple. A you year? have to get a membership to this thing? Do you guys remember yeah. when Shonda when Shonda Rhimes ended her whole relationship with them over Disney t- passes? Because she was like, you guys are petty as fuck. And then she went, <laughs> do you guys remember this? That shit was crazy. I do. She was like, you wouldn't give us Disney passes, so I'm going to go sign a deal with Netflix. Yeah, she oh was my God, like, wait. fuck y'all. 
You guys, it says Mm -hmm. the waiting lists for Club 33 are an average of four years or more. Potential Club 33 members need to send a letter to the below address requesting to be added to the club waiting list. Calling Club 33 to ask where you are on the list is frowned upon. Remember, this is a class act establishment. Class Um, act? Unfortunately, it's not an easy task to become a member, and the waiting list hasn't opened in years. It's a lengthy, expensive, and exclusive process to join. You can give it a shot, write a letter. Okay, wait, should I write a letter? Fucking loser. Wait, no. Club at Disney? Fuck this. Wait, I wouldn't come if y'all invited me. It's 25000 to 50000 annual membership fee. What? I wouldn't come then, if these no, fuckers No, that's your initial free. fee. And then, and then, then the annual membership, membership fee each year is 12 to 20 Wait, why what? would it cost that? I don't boring, understand. I, well, I'm not joining that. I'm not joining unless it's free. <laughs> that's wild. I wouldn't go for free. Now I'm pissed off. These people are out of their fucking minds. <laughs> I wouldn't go for free. If they, <laughs> give, me, if they gift me a visitor's pass, I will gladly visit. You couldn't pay me to go. At any time. I dare you to try. Initial fee of 25 to 50 thousand dollars and an annual fee of twelve to twenty five thousand dollars. That's wild. It's not. That's that's that's. Send someone tuition. to college. Yeah, it's yeah. college tuition. <laughs> I'm offended by the price. That's like so much more expensive than the cool thing at the airport where you can get like your own terminal. You know what the I club. mean? The club. The club. <laughs> but now I'm like, now I'm like, wait. I have to go through my list in my head of the people I know who are members and find out about this because they're paying $20,000 a year to participate. Maybe they're just not members, but they got like a one-time little sneak peek. Yeah, well, one of them worked for Disney as a child, so I'm like, maybe then they are in for free or something. Oh, interesting. Oh, my God. Could I? Either get way, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm for that reason, yeah. I'm out as well. That's that I'm out unless someone gifts me a pass, Warren! in which case I will be in the meeting. The grip they have on you, girl. I, I can't be put into a <laughs> video. Grip? I cannot be I cannot be on this call being is part of a group of people saying they're not gonna go and not just repeat that I will go and I do want to go because I don't want to be confused for for a different opinion. <laughs> she doesn't um, want to loop in. Okay, with us. here's exactly. here. I will I will go with you, Lauren. If someone okay. was to gift me the exclusivity of a nice time at Club Thirty Three, I'll go. Disney, you okay. couldn't pay me to go, and I dare you to try. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. <laughs> also, at, you could pay me to go. You could pay me. You to could go. pay me to do almost anything at Disneyland. <laughs> there is a. There is a Pim Test Kitchen restaurant. It's refueled with Ant-Man and the Wasp's size-defying fare at this epic eatery at Avengers Campus. Whoa, so is it big food and little food? I need to see I pictures would like of the to food see that. now. I'm, I'm looking. They're going to give you yeah. a microscopic steak and a big-ass Brussels sprout, and you're going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a horrible meal. It's a jelly bean steak. I'm yeah. just going to share my screen because I'm oh lazy. My oh, my God. The biggest chicken patty I've ever seen on a sandwich in my life. <gasps> oh, that's Ooh, funny. Look at that pretzel, baby. Oh, Wait, this, this is, is cute cool. and I want to go. This is kind of See, cool. Caleb, this is how they get you. There's lots of novelty treats. There's lots of stuff that's fun. Now, what's the blue on the bread? Yeah, I don't that's like that. mold? I just know that like, we're going to accidentally come across an article that's like, they don't pay their workers. Like, something bad's coming because this looks we too can't, cool. We can't find anything out like that. We have to just enjoy what we're I looking at. I gotta say, a lot of this food is food I've never seen before. <laughs> I don't want I don't like, want. I don't know. What is this, like, this, like, lettuce with this weird breads on it? Like, I'm what sorry. is this? Nicole said, a lot of this is food I've never seen before, and then she pointed out we're lettuce. We're looking at a chicken sandwich and pretzels. <laughs> like, you know what they should have? <laughs> <laughs> and then she name checked lettuce what is right this off the food? bat. Lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, while looking at an, an image this of a pretzel, shit I've never says, seen I don't before. know what the fuck this is. <laughs> and what's that green plant? <laughs> there was a lot of weird things. No, you're right. It's, it's pretty insane. 
I the don't big know. chicken patty is funny to me. It's I'm funny, funny but it's like you're going to feel like shit all day walking around the park in the heat and that. You, you have to be careful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have to be careful. <laughs> Lauren's, trying to, Lauren's trying to maximize fun at the park. She's I'm like, like I'm going to eat food. the best. <laughs> Look, you have to go to the get the kebab skewers in Jungle Cruise area. There is like a little place where you can get these like sort of veggies and chicken on a Lauren little Lauren goes on a juice cleanse. You to feel to great. <laughs> you have energy. Get a Dole Whip for a treat and carry on with oh, your life. Lauren. Caleb pities me. I don't I want to like help you, her. babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just no. they've got you they've got you in a place where I they I, have. I fear yeah. I fear yeah the I'm whole totally thing in Wait, I'm Caleb, in. did your roommates come home yet? I don't, let's find out. <laughs> Cam! <laughs> Cam! <laughs> no, he would have answered. They're good at answering. They're good at answering. He come. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we need to read more reviews. That's just this one is, of their um, many skills. This is <laughs> this season. We're doing Apple reviews, and we're also doing Letterboxd reviews. And we will each give a little uh, review after this. But let me just explain. If you don't know, Letterboxd is a social platform where people can write reviews of films, and you can follow the show on Letterboxd at newcomers. Uh, this is a review by Indy. Not to log on with a hot take. It's so fun to see a woman not be blatantly sexualized in these movies for once. Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised that they let her just be a lady. Yeah. Um, and then this person says, me screaming through tears. Give us more Louise. I agree. I agree. Accurate. They made her so much of a lady that I didn't believe the kiss. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? They have not even flirted. Yeah, there's been no <laughs> tension at all. Um, <laughs> they didn't build me to want that at all. I figured true. it would happen, but I was like. I know I figured it, but I didn't. Then when it wasn't happening, I was like, kind of cool that they're not flirting. Like, that's kind of cool. And then they just like kiss behind a door and then they're like, all right, that's it. And you're like, something's happening here. I don't know. I'm down for whatever. (laughs) Um, I would give this movie five stars. Mm -hmm. And my sentence, my one sentence review is this is the best Marvel movie thus far chronologically. Um Paul Rudd is the best superhero. Oh, wait, here comes the real (laughs) No time to come in. Come here. Come here, Nicole. Nicole wants to meet you. You can listen with these. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. What is your name? My name's Cam. Cam? Yeah, like Cameron. Oh, is it short for Cameron? Yeah. How old are you, Cam? I'm 29. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, are you single, Cam? Mm-hmm. Are you looking? Yeah. Do you like blacks? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about older blacks? <laughs> Cam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do? You like older yeah. blacks? Yeah, I do. Okay, Cam, do you want to go on a date? Yeah. <gasps> sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, I'd love to. Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, wow, we did it. Caleb, okay, I guess you guys set this up. We did it. <laughs> wow, Cam, have a great rest of your Friday. Okay, yeah, nice to you meet you. I can't believe it just happened. Nice to, to meet you, Cam. Oh, this, my I God. Told her that we watched the movie together, and this all came about. Um, okay. He's really cute. Um, yeah, he's fucking hot. No, he's actually really yeah. nice, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's, actually, he's actually really nice. Oh my god! Funny. He's like a, he's like really good looking. He's so hot. We're yeah. not going on a date, and I know it, and I'm okay with it. 
I think really you are. I, I really. I Nicole, don't we, think so. Nicole, I think we can he's talk being about nice. It. No, we can talk no, about it offline. Nicole, I, I really think, think you he, are. I think you are going on a date. Wait, really? I think we were on a recorded line, and he was like, "I can't be an asshole." Honey, no, unfortunately, I think you are going. Oh my god! Date. Thank God I wore my good wig. <laughs> oh my god, he's really cute. He's so hot. <laughs> Yeah, he was really cute. Okay, oh this is God. really exciting. This is really exciting. Okay, great. I'm really excited. I This is the best episode ever. <laughs> so much has happened. Oh, God. Okay, Nicole, if you can, what's your star rating and review of this film? I know you have a lot going on. You have a date to prepare for. Yeah, I mean... This is so wild to me. Um, okay, my review of this movie is, I love Ant-Man. Ant-Man has brought me to my new boyfriend. Also, I almost <laughs> came watching Darren Cross and um, and Scott Lang have a good time together. <laughs> I fucking love Paxton, Bobby Cannavale. All the men in this movie did it for me. Gail Wood-Harris, the, that's the actor. Michael Pena, T.I., everybody. It was really good. Five and a half stars. <laughs> I hope I'm going to get fucked by Caitlin. I hope you do too because... He's really cute, and he was really he's nice. So um, is this a safe person to go out with? Yeah, yes, he's a good guy. Okay, good, great. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this is great. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to give it your star review, Caleb? I'd love to hear how many stars. Actually, Shelby, go first, then we'll hear from Caleb because it's gonna be lower. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it four. Yeah, I'm not gonna go up to five. Um, <laughs> not my kind of content, but. You know, it was I was like a heist movie with a little bit of science. Okay, I just have to say in the chat, <laughs> Caleb has put Pam's number, and then Nicole said, "No, Girl, he has my number. Caleb's number." Then Nicole said, "No, he has to text me," and then Caleb was like, "No, that's actually." <laughs> I am a living nightmare. <laughs> so funny. My, this is the funniest. My review is three out of five stars. It was enjoyable, but I just cannot abide the robbery of Michael Pena and T.I. They needed more screen time. I do love that you gave it three. That's good. That's good. It was enjoyable. It was a good movie. Yeah. All right. Well, we've come to the end of the show. Nicole is setting up her date on her calendar, <laughs> um, texting her assistant to find out what day she's free. And oh, we... sorry. She no longer has an assistant. Oh. Well, that assistant uh, did some bad. Well, I'd love to hear the second we stop recording. <laughs> Lots um, of drama. Oh, my God. I can't wait. So... Um, Adding Caleb, that onto the things that have happened in this podcast. I know. So much has <laughs> happened. Caleb and Shelby, do you individually have anything you want to plug or together? Yeah, please, please, please go listen to our <laughs> podcast, Keeping Records. It comes out every single Friday. Um, it's really funny. And go see Shelby do stand-up all over Los Angeles. I dare you. Yay. Well, thank you both so much for being here. This was truly a blast. Can you shout out where to find you guys on uh, Twitter and Instagram? I'm at my God-given handle at Shelby Wolstein. <laughs> I'm at Caleb Says Things Everywhere. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We will be back next week with Captain America Civil War, which I'm not excited about now because I like this movie. Yuck. Yeah. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.
was a HeadGum original. <laughs>